everyone, and welcome to Deals, Decks, and Discourse, episode three. I'm Alias. I'm Amy. <laughs> and today we're going to be chatting about all the latest and greatest in the world of magic, from paper magic to arena to everything in between. So uh, brace your underpants for that. What's in the cards today, Amy? Ooh, well, today we're going to be talking about the tournament, which just happened two days ago as of us recording, not as of <laughs> this coming out. Uh, Twitch Rivals, which was a big uh, invite-only streamer tournament uh, where a whole bunch of streamers came together. I think there were 48 46. or 46 yeah, of us. 46, I think yeah. people had to drop out. Um, dueling against each other, uh, going for a $10,000 prize pool. Uh, I think we're also going to talk about the new potential mulligan rule, which uh, oh, yeah. has been announced, but is going to be tested at the Mythic Championship London. Uh, I'd also like to show off some decks. Um, I have realized the love and truth of Mirror March, and I want all of you to realize that Mirror March is a good card, too. It's um, not, but it's not I'll trick you card. into it. Did you see Professor Knox the other day with his uh, his 11 elves in a row? Yes, I oh heard that my he was clan calling, and we, we actually tried to uh, build a deck on my stream that was only using uh, essentially anthem cards or cards that were the lords for tribals. Yeah, uh, it was a rainbow deck. It didn't work, but it was still a really fun idea. <laughs> where you get like 10 copies of these clones of cards, each giving each other plus one, plus one, yeah. playing with them and then they disappear. Yes, that sounds that sounds fun. So we're going to see who is the literal luckiest, uh, but that's going to be a little later in the show. Uh, so yeah, let's uh, let's talk Twitch Rivals. Amy and I uh -huh. both competed. Amy did far better than I did. You cracked the top four. So Yeah, I got third place. That's the best I've ever done in a tournament. That's amazing. You, I was messaging Amy throughout the day. I'm like, keep going, you're doing great. She's like, how am I winning? <laughs> and I was like, so good. I know we it. have somebody who got into top eight from complexity now. So, you know, we're real esports people here. Esports. Esports. <laughs> it's in the shorts. Please don't play esports in shorts. It doesn't look good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because whenever you stand up, people are like, oh, what's happening? Oh, <laughs> uh, no. But yeah, tell us a little bit about your deck. Tell us your matchups, how to go. Um, I stole a deck. I net decked. <laughs> <laughs> so I. Right, actually, no shame in uh, that. I took a Jody Keith's Rakdos midrange deck, yep. which had done really, really well at. Um, at GP Memphis okay. and I played it a bunch this was just like a few days before the tournament because of course the tournament happened only a few days after GP Memphis yeah. and I realized ooh this deck's really fun and it's got a lot of goblins in it I think I could pilot this in the tournament so I did so it was a Rakdos <laughs> mid-range deck featuring a buttload of goblin chain whirlers rekindling phoenixes and uh, kind of the, the Two more surprising cards were the Direfleet Daredevil, which steals spells from graveyards, and the Rix Mahdi Reveler, yeah. I think I said those names right, yeah, yeah. Uh, which allows you to discard and draw cards to find what you need. Yeah, because I think that one of the weaknesses with red decks is they don't draw very well, so that, that Reveler really helps uh, just to get rid of, you know, potential flooding or whatever that you might have yeah, in your hand. Yeah, so. it turns out if you have an empty hand and you play this... Oh yeah, uh, you get cards. You discard a card, you just draw a card. Yeah. It's red card draw. It's great. It's really, really good. So uh, yeah, I, I dig it. And um, your matchups, what did you find was your toughest ones? Um, I only lost one match, uh, and that was up against uh, Hoogland, who was playing, I want to say Jameer. it was... 
That was a Tamir Ascension. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Tamir nastiness that had, um, he, he hit all of his explore uh, life gain in each of the matches I played against him, which as you can guess, red-black doesn't do doesn't too like good so much life gaining. <laughs> uh, there's actually no kill spells being run in the, uh, the deck I was running. Wow, so. okay. Uh, I haven't actually looked at your list yet because what we're going to do today is uh, go ahead to it. We're going to we're going to go boop. Uh, so well, wait, I you have I to had... tell me about your deck. Oh and yeah, wait, my... what you had matchups against. My deck was misbehaving horribly. Um, I incorrectly kept one landers when I shouldn't have, and uh, yeah, I kind of lost everything. But right, <laughs> it's a learning experience. The heart uh, of but the cards was I not just couldn't you. find my land, so. I can't do anything as mono blue if I'm not finding lands. This is Alex Haynes' list. Uh, he got to Mythic oh. 1 with it. It's very strong. I had a great week where I would just continue, uh, you know, winning, finding the right cards, getting the perfect draws, but no cigar for Twitch rivals, unfortunately. You know, I, I actually practiced that deck, uh, Haynes' uh, mono blue deck, mm -hmm. and I was considering it, bringing it to rivals as well, uh, up until I saw both the uh, Gruul midrange and Rakdos midrange decks come out as these kind of counter yeah. mono blue decks um, from GP Memphis. And by the way, there's a way better name for that. It should be called Hania's Axe. <laughs> Spelled <laughs> Hane as in Hane's name, because it's a good name for a deck. Oh boy. Yes. Also, I, it's a I really like frustrating deck to play against. <laughs> uh, the other news recently that we heard is that Wizards are going to be testing a new mulligan system uh, at Mythic London. Yes. Yes, the uh, yeah. London Mythic Championship or yes. Mythic Championship. We'll, we'll, we'll get our names, we'll get our words around. I mean, our tongues around the words. <laughs> words are oh, hard. I actually don't know what order you're supposed to say them in. I have no idea. We're just going to. The Mythic Championship that will be held in London is going to test a new mulligan system. There we go. Uh, we're basically you mulligan to seven each time, uh, but it says you can choose, correct? You yes, say you but can. It every time you draw seven, and then instead of, you know, keeping all seven, if you mold once, you take one of the cards and you get to pick and you put it on the bottom of your deck. If you mold twice, you take two and you put them on the bottom of your deck. So that allows you to pick and choose Ooh. which cards you want in hand. Is that how it works? Uh, I yes, thought it was so you could draw seven and then you put at the bottom of your deck, depending on- Yeah, so that's, that's at least what I've heard. And that actually seems Ooh. to me like it's going to be very, very good for combo decks and a lot of aggro decks that need oh, yeah. kind of something right off the bat. Oh yeah, I know for older formats like Modern Legacy, uh, there's those Leyline cards. I did some googling yesterday. Yeah, the yesterday. Old line of uh, Punishment, Sanctity. I don't yeah. even remember. Those like, are the two I own. Oh, I'll just keep mulliganing until I find these in my hand. Yeah, now. I know. Like, why would you not? <laughs> Okay, but okay. I think I misunderstood how it worked there because I thought you got to keep the seven cards in your hand and then you would take it off the top of your deck to the bottom. But that actually makes that makes a lot more sense and that seems a bit more balanced. <laughs> it, it's still going to be a, a a pretty big shift because it's giving the person who's mulling a lot more control of the cards they have in their hand. Yeah, I'm I'm quite keen to try it out. I think for standard and limited, it doesn't seem too broken. Like there's a few cards I'm thinking of, like the Sphinx of Foresight, if you wanted to. Uh... Yeah, all those like cards you want in your opening hands. To me, it's like the combo cards, like making sure, oh, in this hand, I have the two five drops that I really don't need right now. I'm going to put them yeah, at the put bottom, them bottom and keep these two lands and two three drops or something. All right. Yeah, well, 
in to see what happens with that. Uh, if it gets introduced to Arena, I that would be kind of I also want to test it. Like, come on, just give us some like different rules. I wish we could just have custom matches and say these That's are our dream. rules that we're, we're going to set. So. That's the dream for one day. What have you been? What have you been um, encountering in Best of One, Best of Three? What are you playing at the moment? Um, I have been playing all sorts of things. Um, one of my favorite decks to uh, take into the ranked queue right now is a deck which I call Turning Heads. Yeah. It is a uh, Simic heavy ramp deck that goes into Mass Manipulation, Nezahal, and Hydroid Crisis. It's kind of control. Uh, it's running Frilled Mystics as the only counter spell. Okay. Uh, but it actually runs blink of an eye so I can blink my own frilled mystics and recap them as counter spells. <laughs> yeah, it's nonsense. It's great nonsense. I actually had someone uh, do that to me in draft the other day. They blinked their own. They'd somehow they brought their own um, merfolk, uh, the frilled mystic back, and then they countered my spells. Like, how even? How did you pull that off in limited? And oh, I've been also running into a ton of people starting to play those Rakdos and Gruul decks similar to the ones that were uh, run at GP Memphis. Yeah. I wasn't seeing it before, and I'm seeing it now. Oh, yeah. I imagine we'll see a lot more uh, Selesnia too, because uh, a Graven who oh, won Twitch wow. Rivals. I know! I'm so happy Selesnian tokens took the top, because I love Selesnia tokens. Yeah. <laughs> it was a, it's a really cool deck. I tried it out, and uh, I think there's going to be a few more uh, instances of that pot. Pitch, uh, pitching up on the ladder, so uh, keep an eye out for those. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, um, Selesnia runs a lot of life gain, which I think is uh, part of what makes it powerful in the current meta. Yeah. Yeah, especially against aggro decks. They just don't like it when you gain life. Nope. I know because I play a lot of aggro. I like my white weenies, and as soon as someone starts exploring and gaining like 18 life in one turn, I am very unhappy. So, and unfortunately, yeah. I, I will say this, the best of one Q is still mostly mono red and mono blue really oh, yeah i've just... been seeing most of my matches are up against that occasionally mm. esper control yeah i've been seeing uh, esper control and best of one but definitely mono red is still like half the matches i'm playing <laughs> oh yeah well i think that will do it for today's show everybody thank you so much for watching um, don't forget to go and catch all the Mythic Championships that are coming up. It's going to be a great busy time for Magic. Competitive Magic, I should say. Uh, a lot of cool updates coming as well, I believe, down the line. So, uh, Amy, any final words for our viewers before we love and leave them? Um, if you are playing the Elf Crab Warrior or his Chamber Guardian, please be aware that he is part crab and thus is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> also please don't eat your cards <laughs> please don't eat your crabs please don't. <laughs> don't eat the crabs this has been deals decks and discourse i'm alias i'm amy this has been brought to you by tcg player go check them out our deck lists are down below if you would like to play anything that we have shown today stay spiffy everyone and we'll see you again soon for another episode bye bye <laughs>